When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast Producer of the Month for June is Ryan Story. Thank you, Ryan. If you would like to be just like Ryan and be rewarded for supporting the podcast, head over to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried for a small amount You can get some colossal benefits such as access to new podcast episodes before anyone else, exclusive video hangouts, shout-outs from me on Twitter. I will even read your advertisement, speech, or manifesto on the show. Go to patreon.com slash Gilbert Gottfried. That's Patreon. P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Gilbert Gottfried. We thank you for your generosity. Gilbert Gottfried, and it's Gilbert Gottfried's Amazing Colossal Podcast with my co-host, Frank Santo Padre at Nutmeg Post. We're talking to Craig Bierico, Drew Friedman, Tom Leopold, Bill Persky, and Paul Schaefer for our big one-year anniversary show. Don't miss it. Gil, I'd like to introduce you, well, reintroduce you to one of our sponsors called Zero. Yeah. Now, you may know this I, already. I, I've read pages, they've <laughs> read, sent me. Yeah. X-E-R-O. I, yeah. I usually don't know half the stuff uh-huh. I read. They give me a page, and I go, now, if this was an ice cream sponsor, I'd say, oh, it's creamy and delicious, <laughs> and I could add liberal. You've, you've experienced yeah. ice cream. Yes. <laughs> but accounting software, not so easy? Uh, yeah, well, that's that's my next big topic. Well, Zero X spelled X-E-R-O is beautiful accounting software. Not just any accounting software. It's beautiful accounting software and it's built to help small businesses be more productive and successful. Did you know that? Uh, that I knew because you just told me. Did it. you know that it's also easy to use? That you can send invoices, online quotes to your customers, you can pay your employees, you can manage your cash flow, you can even even... Sorry. There, 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 <laughs> there, there, there. Okay. I want, you see, he's reading a page. He's reading a page, and, and even he screwed it up. Let's go back to that. He's reading a page. 
Okay. You can Go back. You got your glasses. You can send invoices, okay. online quotes to your customers. As I said, you can pay your employees. You can manage your cash flow expenses and even your inventory with zero. Wow. It was like you were reading it right <laughs> off the copy. That's what I meant to say. <laughs> now, zero also, Gil, it's in the cloud. Did you know that? Yeah. yeah. So you can access. It's in the cloud. You can oh, access yeah. and manage all of your business accounting on the go. And it does what desktop software does, but it does more. Plus, you can use it anywhere and anytime from your mobile device. And I'm going to give you an example of how. Oh, Would you like that? Yes. For example, yeah. if you're working and traveling, you can send invoices easily on the go and clients can pay online instantly. I've got a second example. Yeah. Oh, yeah? If you've set up shop, Zero can integrate with various point-of-sale solutions, and there's more. You know all this just off, off the, the top of my yeah. head. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. None of this is written. Not at, not at all. And services like amazing. PayPal to save you even more time. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcasts. They've made their own special signature. That's X-E-R-O dot com slash podcasts. X-E-R-O, Zero is beautiful accounting software built to help small businesses be more productive and successful. You knew all this. Yeah. And you've used beautiful accounting software before. Yeah. You do your own taxes at home at the kitchen table? All of it. Yeah, absolutely. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah, I you do and Wesley Snipes. my own taxes. <laughs> so sign up for a free 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcasts. I'm doing my own taxes now. I have 7,000 dependents. You're, you're a little late. <laughs> The theater to recharge. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. Hi, Gilbert. Hi, hello, Paul. Hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried, and this is Gilbert Gottfried's amazing colossal podcast. We're here at Nutmeg Post with our engineer Frank Verderosa. Ah, wow. credit to his family the way I, uh, you pronounce it. I love that, that show, The Verderosa. <laughs> I can't believe we've made it this far, but <laughs> this is our first anniversary show, so we've invited back five of our favorite guests. Available. Well, actually, they were five people who just answered the phone. Oh. So welcome in <laughs> alphabetical order. A terrific, versatile actor and singer, and a man who feels connected with his Jewish heritage. Even <laughs> well, you don't want to be first. Even though, oh, even though his mother seems to be ashamed of Jewish heritage, because yeah. she switched over to Christianity. Good, good introduction. No, she good. was ash- well, she was ashamed of him. And anyway, Craig Bierko. Okay, that's hey, Craig. Thank you. Whose mother's ashamed of being a Jew? Well, why? You know. Why even mention? Of course she is. <laughs> Got him upset already. That's kind of a wandering, no, no brainer. Wandering around in circles like that. <laughs> hey, Craig. And yeah. No offense. Who's the next least important person in the room? That's interesting. Who's 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 on the money on now? It's building up. <laughs> and my favorite artist. Thank you. The brilliant and insanely talented Drew Friedman. That's it. No insults. Thank you. Thank you. He said you were insane. What is that's a compliment? Judas. 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 Yes. Yes. 
Ah, N from Cheer Seinfeld. No, don't kid around on and, this one. <laughs> and chose too numerous to mention the comedy writer's comedy writer, Tom Leopold. Oh, my oh, God. Tommy, he's great. You're going to get the old waterworks going, my friend. Uh, he's funny. Talk, talk about someone who's ashamed of being a Jew. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's true. Yeah, well, that's all in the past yeah. now. Yeah, but you know what? I own my shame. <laughs> Ah. <laughs> Is that anti-Semitic music? No, he leases. He leases it out. He's still got that. Money. Did your dick get bigger when you became a Catholic? So who's going to be exactly. number one? This is going to be interesting. A genuine living showbiz legend. Oh my god! And the creator of that girl Whoa. and oh. Kate Nally. Ouch! Five-time Emmy winner. How? Oh. And someone we consider now to be the fifth Beatle. Yeah. Bill Perkins. <laughs> yes. Bill Perkins. What, what shall I sing? <laughs> I thought that guy from, uh, what's that guy who always talks for uh, Yoko? What's that guy? What's, that, what's Yoko's spokesman's name? Yoko has a spokesman. Oh, Yoko. Elliot Mintz. Elliot Mintz. Elliot I Mintz. thought he was and, <laughs> Elliot Mintz. <laughs> and a Renaissance man. Yeah. And our musician for the day. Thank you. And a TV and musical icon. Uh, who came in? Comedian, musician, <laughs> and band leader, and thankfully for my podcast, unemployed. <laughs> no. <laughs> After 33 years on the David yeah. Letterman show, Paul Schaefer. Yeah. Thank you, Gilbert. Now you were writing a, a, you were kind of improvising a theme song about me. Well, I was playing. Yes, yes. What was if it again? Could, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, you swing. Well, you. Someone said social media, and you're all you're all over it. You're all about it. <laughs> yes. And uh, Frank mentioned, do you already have you know this uh, calls coming in on social media? Yeah. Is this tr- true? We try. Well, I still listen to questions things. for all of I you. I said you swing with the youth. Can you play that? Yeah. So it was <laughs> Gilbert. I was. I had a lyric going. Gilbert swings with the youth. Though some would say he's uncouth. Oh. <laughs> it's almost a limerick. Let's finish it as a limerick, yeah. shall we? Yeah. Gilbert swings with the youth. With the youth. Though some would say he's uncouth. He's so dry he requires no vermouth. He's so, oh yeah, and he's all, and always in French vermouth, yeah. Yeah. He's da-da-da-da, da-da-da-da-da. mother's ashamed to be a Jew. And so did you see <laughs> Jew? It's funny, that rhymes with everything, doesn't it? <laughs> So He's those, embarrassed to be a Jew. So we can put this, then we'll get on to the fun. No, no. I want to ask you, what, that's the order that the introductions are definitely yes. going to be read? Or yes. they, they may those still are the be, orders. What was alphabetical, Craig? That's the All right, that's Alphabetical. Yeah. I'm not mad. Okay, we went to a vote and decided you are our least important okay, guest. Okay, I've got no, that. I got that. I you got know that. what? That's a tribute to you. I'm alone in my apartment, and I feel the same way. No one mentioned. Paul's got it. I have a Gilbert swings with the youth, though some say he's uncouth. That's all I have so far. That's all I have. You know what that reminds me of? Let's what? give a prize to someone who calls in with the rest of it. Paul, you wrote, <laughs> we're not live. I, we? I think you wrote Sorry, that. We for have jo- no money. What I wish we were live. You wrote that for Joey Reynolds originally. Oh, if we were live. Paul, you know, that sounded a little to me like How many tens of thousands like of my dad, people my are we up to right now at, the, at, the, at this point that are, that are listening? Craig, your mic's off. We need a director. 
Now, Tom. Now, can can I start off with what I think is the most important topic of the day? Yeah. Now, if I I think a lot of us, a lot of people listening, if you don't know, will have to look up on YouTube Clark Gable, preferably in Gone with the Wind, and Andy Devine. Ah. Well, and <laughs> who was a fat, roly-poly, cockeyed, weird-looking guy with a voice like that. And I could no never do an Andy Devine. He was Jingles. Remember I he heard. was Jingles? In the yes. Yes, yes, And did he have Andy's and Andy's Alley? gang. Andy's gang. He was yeah, the, Andy's gang. Yeah. That was but, before Fat Cowboys were yeah. on TV. But but, but it was the original Brokeback Mountain. I've heard. Yes, Drew Freeman. Andy Devine and uh, Clark Abel would go off on hunting, yeah. ex, you know, hunting trips. That's how trips he got his name. He was and so stay in the, He would leave, you know, Carol Lombard, and, and they would stay in the cabin for days and, you know, fuck each other. <laughs> this is what I now, heard. That's now, an icebreaker. I want all of you to YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> uh, both Clark Gable and Andy Devine to get the full feeling yeah. of this. Well, I'm going to draw it, actually. Yeah. <laughs> that can't be That's true. my next project. Really you, have some... you know, I think the rumor was spread by Marlon Brando and Wally Cox just yeah. to deflate, you know, the uh, uh, attention. Now, I heard Clark Gable once said in an interview, you know, get in front of the ashes, Devine. <laughs> Can so you do Andy Devine? <laughs> no. Give it to me. Give it to me, Clark. Your Gable sounds like oh. Tear my Dwight line. Eisenhower. Yes. I now I heard Jay Silverheels. Yes. No. no well, Paul has a good story about Jay Silverheels. Yeah. Well, the story was... Paul Talked Schaefer to, with uh, Jay, Jay Silverheels was Tonto for those who you they, they don't even today's know his birthday is. by the way huh today's Jay Silverheels birthday it is yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry I know that as a matter something? of fact and we're we're yeah we're Frank is magic yeah can Tonto you play PC the Lone Rangers theme well of course I can yeah do you want that yeah no that's Bonanza that's Fendaza. When men were men, were men were men. It sounds and just like the Casio yeah, yeah, that they yeah, use. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right, tell the story. <laughs> that, but tell you know. story. Now, wait a second. Speaking of Brando, Drew, you have a Brando story. Oh, Brando. Well, this I is... want to hear the Jay Silver. Okay, here's the thing. Oh, 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 Jay Silver. This is a story which involves Brian Wilson, the great creative genius of the Beach Boys. Okay. And the writer of all of their hits, and including the... You know, the very far-thinking, ahead uh, Pet Sounds, which inspired the Beatles to do Sgt. Pepper. You he was ahead of from Pet Sounds. He's and the song, the song Johnny Carson. No, 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 and he's in he, with his band. He's in Toronto, Canada, and he's in the wings. He's about to go on, <clears throat> and uh, he's just musing to himself. And he says, "Hey, t- Toronto, Toronto, Tonto, Tonto. Hey, one time I was in an insane asylum, and Tonto came into my room with a heart on. I said, get out of here." And then the band goes on, and they're Willie's Coast Girls are hit wow. by the same. <laughs> what the hell did I just hear? <laughs> and is Jay Silver here living? No, he's no, gone. We lost, we, lost Jay. we lost Jay about 45 years ago. Yeah. We right, have to bring this know. down. But, right, you know, have, I looked it up. Now Marlo. I, I looked it Marlon. up. If, oh, yeah. Marlon. He's got a Marlon story. I'm not going to talk about Marlo. Marlon. with a Marlo story. Not Marlo. Marlon. My Marlon Brando encounter. 
And Kathy said that this is a very stupid story. But I said, Gilbert's going to like it, though. <laughs> It's like a couple of years, it's brief. A couple of years ago, I was in Hollywood uh, on Sunset and I walked into the Hagen dazs store. <laughs> and in front of me was a big fat guy ordering ice cream. And I realized it was Marlon Brando. He had sunglasses on, a hat, but I realized it was him. He was ordering a bag full of ice cream, quarts of ice cream in one hand. And then the other hand, he had a cone with four scoops of ice cream. <laughs> and he pays and he leaves. And I said, I got to follow him out. This is like, you know, a golden opportunity. So I followed him out the door. He starts walking up Sunset, and uh, I, I'm 10 feet behind him, and I'm just like listening to the traffic, and all I can hear is <laughs> as he's eating the ice cream. And that's my Marlon Brando. Wow. You heard a Marlon he doing Brando with his mouth fart. Or his oh. Just it came out. I don't know where it was coming. That's all I could hear. You know, you only hear the bad things about Brando. It's a golden memory. But it's nice to hear, you know, from the, the heart stuff. a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> So Marlon Brando... Gilbert loves farting stories. ...basically farted on you. No, no, I I stayed 10 feet behind. I was not his Wally Cox that day. (laughs) You're my Wally Cox every day. Exactly. Now, Paul, can you write a a Marlon Brando farting show? Yeah. Uh, He farted on you. (laughs) He farted on you. (laughs) All right. The farts swam around. Ah, finally, finally found, found a nose or two. Yeah, a guy wouldn't admit he was a Jew. <laughs> but I don't understand. He got he got different cone. He got different cones as though he was yeah, one one one, one cone with four. No, it was all for him, obviously. <laughs> obviously, one cone with four yeah, giant scoops, which he was eating. Different and then he had the bag when he folks. got home. He had the, the bag of all the rest. It's amazing how he kept his figure. <laughs> That's yeah. Um, can I ask a question? Yes. Did he? Up. How much of the uh, the course of ice cream did he eat on the way to the car? No, no, he wasn't. He was taking those home. Oh, he took them, but he couldn't wait, so he was eating the ice cream on I the way make home. A I see. Billy, did you ever work with Brando? Car. He just what? walked up. Did, did you, you meet Bar- Marlon every, Brando? No, I never met Marlon Brando. Actually, I missed him by a night in Tahiti. Really? Yeah, we were doing a pilot in Tahiti, and he had been at this place the night before, sitting in that chair. So I sat in that chair. Ice cream place? No, because he owned an island there. Yeah, Taya Taya or something. He loved it there, but he was at this this place where we were shooting the pilot, and they said, "You're sitting where Marlon Brando sat last night." Wow. What was the pilot? It was called Three for Tahiti. About three guys, American guys, who built a hotel in Tahiti in the fifties. Uh, wow, three for Tahiti. His love nest oh, with wow. Wally Cox is on uh, East Eleventh Street. His love nest, uh, right off University. Yeah. I, point, I pointed. I give a tour of New York, yeah, you know, and that's on the tour. The Godfather, uh, Don Corleone, and Underdog were <laughs> fucking each other well, in the end. Well, naturally. Well, yeah. you know, I just read a book about Wally Cox. Seriously, and. It, it was all about people talking about Wally Cox, that he was as straight as they came. Absolutely. Yeah. And that he, they would just like to hike together. So I don't know why you have to. Absolutely. <laughs> we had Josh Mostel on the show, and he swears that Wally Cox was completely butch with a macho guy. See, can you get really? him on the phone? Yeah. It reads on it macho, really macho reads on film. Now, how about George Maharis? He was straight. Oh, please. He banged more chicks. <laughs> They happen to be in a men's room in a bag. <laughs> they should do a you Perfect. Perfect. You know, still Tellies oh. was the biggest cunt man in a oh. Huge. I don't know how this urban legend got started. Yeah. He was right up there with Paul Lind. Oh. Who was? George Maharis. Oh, George Maharis. And I know what you're thinking. Oh, now, oh. Bill. Well, wait. Ah. Did you have any, any run-ins with George Maharis? 
the great only Bill through Posty. only through no who Tom, no he didn't make. The, no. the jewelry. Who the made the jewelry? George Shakiris. Oh, here we go. Yeah. Here now, we go. The old problem. Yeah, not confusion. The, the confusion. The dancer Oscar winner. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And he was a jewelry maker. And Tom has a piece of his jewelry. I do. It's, it's a, a cock ring. I, I do. It's a cock ring. Tom <laughs> embarrassed me into, we had to shut by 750 bucks worth of jewelry <laughs> 500 uh, because he's in, obsessed with George Maharis. Yes. And he oh, met, who is it? And he, that sound, and the name sounds a little like George Shakiris. <laughs> George Shakiris was, was the actor and dancer right. who was yeah. in West Side Story. Common yeah. mistake. One an Oscar. Yes. Yeah. Won an Oscar for his role in West Side Story. But both those guys are still alive, Perfecto Tellez and How do you George. know Perfecto Tellez Can't you get them alive? for... I well, thought he died. I haven't read the obituary if he died. Oh my I think God, perfect. I, would love to get I don't think we're getting the obituary. Wow, oh. imagine booking him. That would be oh, great. Sarah? That's your last shot. I only know him through you Tom guys. You know, first for sucking huh? George Maharis's dick. I know. So no, he was like lodged right? in there, wasn't it? I've got to get him. Uh, but I don't know what he if did. If not his on the phone, I'm going to get him on the phone as, now. As Craig Nelson. Stop calling him Craig Nelson. T. Nelson. From Coach. As Craig Bierko. I can say T. Nelson. That's my nickname. I like that yeah, it's it's this this thing that gay guys do, mm-hmm. or where one stands in a bag. I don't need your, uh, your life story. I want. Yeah. I'm asking you what. I'm asking you what. I'm asking you what. What Perfecto Teles did? Because right. the only way I know him he is I know that he did that. I know that yeah. he did that. I'm Maybe saying, George Maharis. What else did he do? What else did he need to do? Did he have an act? Or was his act? That was the act. I would pay (laughs) to see him. What else was fresh? There was some guy who wasn't in show business who was named Perfecto. You know, let me just say something about Gilbert. He's a glass half full kind of guy. What made, you know, only he would think that George Maharis wasn't in the a bag. A bag half full. He, he was, oh. now, what do you, what, why don't you think George Maharis was maybe in the bag? You know what? That huh? could be. You're welcome. So what you're saying, Tom, is that George Maharis may have been blowing perfecto Well, I mean, I'm just throwing it out there. I heard that the police found uh, George Maharis with his dick lodged into perfecto Teles. <laughs> And they had to arrest them both. Okay. That was in the newspaper so, article. Why, that counts as one arrest. No, it doesn't count as one arrest. Is that George Maharis was fucking Perfecto Teles. This is what I've always known. And when they were connected since like I was a that, child. the police <laughs> could, 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 could call the letter It was like hands across America. They call the... They bring, in, they, bring, they bring in a specialist for that kind of, to separate. Fortunately, they, the cops had boiling water. We've, the we've done eight minutes so far in Perfecto. Uh, yeah. And we I still don't know what the fuck he does. The guy All I know is he stood in the bag and he, he was a celebrity guy, hairdresser. Okay. He gets fucked up. He wasn't even a celebrity. Oh, he was a hairdresser. He was just a hairdresser. Not like Sir Monty Rock. Oh, no. Yeah, but could you do that on America's Got Talent? I Howard Stern would probably love it. Next week, you got to push harder. Howard doesn't go there anymore. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Got your happy price, price line. 
Oh, you know what? Before I forget. He cleaned himself yeah. up. We yeah. talked about this before and never had a musical instrument oh. with us. When the first time I went on the David Letterman okay. show, uh, we had to decide on a song to play me out to. Yes. And my two biggest failures were Saturday Night Live and the Saturday Night Live, the Gene Demanian year. Yes. Yes, yes. the year. And no, you think of the years. night. Think of the, the night. Alan Thick year. Oh, yeah. I Joe think Pisca- you did worse year. <laughs> and so That's we George, decided yeah. to combine the two. Been. And can you? And I remember you. I said s- I would play you out with both. Uh, Gilbert was going to do his first stand-up on Letterman. And I said, I'll play you out with those two flops, the theme from the two. <laughs> <laughs> Only I would know them, but I do. I know the theme from Gene Demanian's year of SNL, and of course, Thick of the Night, uh, his theme, Running in the Thick of the Night. Little, yes. little, little, I said, I'll do a little, little one and into the other. Go. I said, but it would be too long. You know, you'll be out there already. <laughs> he said, so I'll wait. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, He's something like this. Too. So this is, this, this is, is my... How, how's everybody feeling tonight? That's how it, that's how it went. But no rehearsal. And what was your opening joke then? Gilbert? Oh, do you remember? I don't remember. You did the uh-huh. Ben Gazzara joke. I did do yeah. the Ben Gazzara bit. And uh, oh, would you like to to do a duet with me of singing the Thick of the Night theme? Yay! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Adam. <clears throat> Let me hear a little for a key. Mama, don't leave the night. <laughs> That's too little. <laughs> yes, yes. Mama, don't leave the night. On. I'm on the road tonight. Everyone needs a dream to hold on. I'm gonna make it done my own. Going in the thick of the night. Under the city light, running in the thick, thick of, of the night. <laughs> Into the heat. <laughs> yes. Going to treat you right. Yeah. Running in the thick of the night. Night, oh, night, 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 night. Oh, my God. <laughs> Beautiful. Now, Beautiful. Gilbert, uh, there, yeah. the, I got to talk to you about something, though. Once you bring up Thick of the Night, you were a cast member. It was a talk show with a rep company. You were a member of the rep company. Do you remember any of the other names? Uh, Richard Belzer. Was a rep company member, yes. Uh, uh, Charles Fleischer. Fleischer oh, yeah. Charlie Fleischer, yes. Uh, 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 McManus. Uh, Mike McManus. Okay. Uh, uh, Shagets. Uh, One Something Shagets. grande. Something. What about a girl? Was there a girl? Oh, there was a girl who was in that movie about the punk rocker who dies. Who was that big? Molly, that's every smoke- movie. What? Uh, Chloe, Chloe Webb. Oh, right. she played Nancy Spungen in, yes. uh, in Sid, Sid wow. and Nancy. Oh, she yeah. was in the yeah. rep company? They were all in the rep company. Chloe Webb. company family. And so it was a talk show slash sketch comedy. It was horrible. Well, she had a, a character, the it. French supermodel. Uh, oh, yes, Isabel Grandy. She, uh, she just, played a French supermodel. Yeah, uh, was her name. Just one, like the letter R. Spoken just in, one uh, character? Just supermodel. played one character? Yeah, uh, that's... Well, that was her big character. Big character. <laughs> uh, but there was a period of time when you didn't appear on the show. Why? 
You had gone up into the rafters. Yes. Yeah, that lo- thing rode into brilliant. the show. And you would not come down. Now, can you justify <laughs> this? Yeah. They rode into the Remember show. Yeah, sure, yeah. They, the show kept changing because it was bombing severely. <laughs> uh, thick of the night. And then they decided, hey, Gilbert is this guy who lives... He lives in the kitbook. And what? that's what Alan yeah, The catwalk, the catwalk. Oh, okay. The catwalk. He in the catwalk. Gilbert never comes down from the catwalk. Never comes down. Was there Larry. an explanation he about why he didn't no, come down? It's a little no. like Chris and Elliott under the no sand. I was thinking. Yeah, why before I was down there and why now yeah. I only live in the catwalk. Yeah. 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 Timing was off. I live down in the catwalk. You know, that has haunted me a whole life. Can you tell me now? I have lost sleep trying to figure <laughs> that out. But what did you as an actor... Well, just stay in this room. When you were living with Alan Thicke's wife, just uh, mean, you ask? Oh, I kept oh, saying... Uh, on the reality show? Uh, yeah, yeah, when you were with his yes, wife. I was living with his wife. When you were having wife. sex with his wife, did you uh, ask? Yeah, like, I know, what, I was having sex with Alan Thicke. This is a wife swap. Celebrity wife, wife swap. Yeah. That's right. Did you come uh, down on that show? Was it... He went the, down on that show. Yeah. You're incorrigible. Well, well, I was in a scene in that. I and my whole yeah, family. Yeah, we Belzer. We yeah. came, yeah, we came over for Party. dinner with Mrs. Thick. So she likes to have the dinner parties. Mrs. What was her first name? Thick. Oh, uh, very. Mom, mom, mom. Yes. Oh, geez. Tanya. 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 Thick. Yeah, yeah. Gilbert had taken her to the Friars' kitchen the night before for dinner. Yeah. 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 What? A, so what a show. Yeah. Oh my goodness! So we get we're over there with Belzer and Gilbert, and we say they all they both work for Alan Thick. Let's get him on the phone, and we get him on the phone with, with Tanya. Gets him on the phone. We sing "Thick of the Night," and we really drive him into the ground and talk about how what a flop that show was. Oh yes, but we didn't really get much reaction from him. There was silence on the other end. Huh. I you know. know. Yeah, yeah, but we were having the time of our lives, laughing, couldn't stop laughing, and we're wondering why he's not getting it. And when they aired the show, on they the phone. cut out that. Yeah, they didn't even use it. Call, but him, call him right now and try again. We had a lot of fun you doing it. You speak to him on the phone, on the on one episode. We had him show. on. We had Alan Thicke on the show. very funny about it. Yeah, we had him on. But but the part where me, Paul, and Richard were singing that, they didn't leave that in. I was gold. Now, Bill. What? Yeah, Bill Persky. Oh, my God. You you worked with Orson Welles. Yes, I did. Who just uh, had a 100th birthday. His 100th birthday. Who just died. Did you do the wine wine in a box stuff? No, I didn't do that. Ah. I did the wine in the coffee mug where he got drunk during rehearsals, and everyone said, where is he getting the booze? All he drinks all day is coffee. It was the darkest burgundy in the world, and by 4 o'clock, he was uh, on the floor, uh, and no one knew where it was coming. Just Paul Masson? Because he was showing No, no. no it was uh, in, we were in London at the time. I don't think uh, they allowed Paul Masson into uh, the country, either the man or the wine. But, he went there uh, to do the man who came to dinner with yeah, him. Yeah, yeah. You but, directed it. No, Buzz Kulik Buzz directed Kulik. it. And yeah. Buzz we'll Kulik, we'll that out. Buzz Kulik no, no, who was a great director decided he was going to be the person who controlled Orson Welles. Wherever Orson Welles is now, the guy in charge is not controlling Orson Welles. There was no such thing. And it all came to a head one night when Welles wanted to do a certain thing and Buzz said, no, we're not going to do that. And we're in with the crew and the voiceover of the director and they went back and forth arguing and finally Welles said to him, 
Mr. Kulik, you are talking to the director of Citizen Kane, and over the PA comes a film I always thought was highly overrated. Wow. Kulik said that. Love it. Stunned. Wow. Now Wells said, well, uh, Mr. Kulik, whatever you plan to do with your next shot, I suggest that you find someone to be in it. And he walked out. It was the last shot in the show. No one knew where he was. (coughs) For hours we were looking. We're in golden time. All of this expense. He had called Prince Philip, and he was having dinner Ah. at the Southampton Yacht Club. We finally got him to come back, and he said, I want an apology, or I won't come back. So I I was producing. My partner and I had written, and we were producing the show. And so... I went to Buzz Kulik. I said, you got to apologize to him. He said, that overrated. I said, you got it. We don't have the money. to keep. We got to end the show. So he said, all right, I'll apologize. So he, Wells came in and Kulik said, I apologize. He said, oh, no, no, no. Over the PA. Yeah. Loud. Very loud. <laughs> Great. So now we had to make that. And now Wells walked back on the set and Kulik said, did he, did he, he said, uh, I it would just like to apologize to insulting Mr. Wells and bringing up the fact that Citizen Kane was highly overrated. <laughs> <laughs> what did he do then? It worked. It, no one did. could hear him over oh, Orson Welles' Jesus. ice cream parts. And what happened? <laughs> well, the, the, setup, the setup of my last moment with Orson Welles, we had become very close because Somehow he really liked me a lot, and I was assigned to keep him from drinking. So I spent a lot of time with him. should have kept him from eating, too. Yes. <laughs> that didn't work. But we were shooting in Southampton in, London, in England. Fog, like famous for the fog. There was one streetlight in the middle of the parking lot of this thing. It was like a scene from The Third Man. I mean, you could hear the zither in the background. And when we're leaving... Wells' chauffeur, he's, he had a limo and all, and, and Wells said, I must pee. And the, yes. Okay, you could, because it felt that was all that was missing. He couldn't find a bathroom. Now, there's a Roman wall that runs through Southampton from when the Romans were, it is revered. I mean, if you're driving down, they, when they laid out the city, if there was a wall in the way, you make a right turn, go around the wall and go back to where you were. They loved it. And finally, we get outside. Well said, I must pee. And he said, perhaps here, sir, the chauffeur. So he said, Goes over, there's the goddamn Roman wall. Wells gives me a hug with one arm and is unzipping with the other. And he said, I love you, Billy, be well. And I walked into the fog with Niagara Falls hitting. I mean, (laughs) it was, I mean, it was the loudest thing. And it's going through the fog and the lights. And I'm walking into the night. It was amazing. It what did it just, sound like? Can you do it? No. It are you kidding? Urethra. It was literally like a herd of elephants wow. peeing. Now, Billy, we found a, a fan alerted us to a video that, yes. I, that I circulated among the boys. Yes. Uh, from a movie called Water. Yes. A British yes. film. I saw you guys sent it around. We today. sent it around. We all decided you were holding out on us. And do you want to tell uh, our listeners who you were uh, who you were co-starring in this particular scene well, with? Well, Ringo Starr <sighs> and George Harrison. And, George Harris. And, no, George Maharis. George Maharis was fucking Orson Welles. Wally Pete. Wally Pete. And uh, Eric Clapton. 
But the truth be known, they were not called, in the... What this, was the movie? The movie oh, was it was called Water, Water a movie Water. that I, I had... Yeah, I had written this movie with Ian Lafrenet and Dick Clement. I don't know if you know them. They wrote the the uh, the Irish the Irish rock band. What was it? The great Water? movie. Oh, the... Uh, uh, the, um, the Replacements? No, the, uh, with a C. Oh, the, the Commitments. Commitments. Commitment. Commitment. Yeah. Yeah, commitment. yeah, yeah. Anyway, they're really great writers. And, and it was about an island in the Caribbean... There was the worst island in the world. The wind blew in all directions at the same time, all four directions. (laughs) You couldn't play cards in this island. And there was no beach. But somebody discovered that there was water on the island that was a great laxative. And suddenly... It suddenly. Where are you on my podcast? Uh, no, really. And suddenly, well, it starred Michael Keane, Michael Caine rather, and and Billy Valerie Connelly Perrine, and Valerie Billy Perrine, Perrine, yeah. and it was it was really a funny movie. But uh, I was brought over to just have a bit part in it. I looked very young. Oh, it was you a didn't long time it. ago. I wrote it. Yeah, wrote it and appeared as the wrote TV it director. as appeared as a and director. What kind of scene was that? Why was Clapton and those people because there? Because there was a time when the islanders the guy that billy played was known in in the script as the singing rebel he refused to talk until the island was free so he every time he was there he would sing calypso songs drove everybody crazy so then they went in front of the un to make an appeal for the island meanwhile it almost caused an atomic war because the french were trying to take it over to protect perrier and the Americans were going to do it to protect uh, Poland Spring. It was a fun movie. Oh, wow. A fan named Jonathan Sloman, uh, one of our listeners, sent it to I me. I know him. You know Jonathan? Yeah. You from, do. From yeah. Britain. He's from a Brit. Yeah. yeah, he's a Brit. And uh, just the, the sight of you sitting there behind the control With that hair. Yeah, the hair. <laughs> and introducing Ringo and George. I, I have a question. Yes. So do you ever write stuff that doesn't have a tropical island? Yes. Uh, Journey to the North Pole. Did okay. you see that? Just check. Uh-huh. Now, Tommy Lee. Ouch. I understand you have a little story about Troy Donahue. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Put Unless the kids there, to bed. There are no segues, by Unless the way. Unless you already had a bunch of Troy Donahue no, stories no, no, no. on your show. No, not well, enough. Well, that can never be enough. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. There haven't been enough. Well, it isn't really a story, <laughs> per se. Yeah. Well, you could tell the. And it certainly isn't. A funny I give you story. the option of telling the Troy Donahue or the Mario Lanza story. Well, let me tell both. They're, no, they're segue, kind of they companion. Segue. They're kind of companion okay, pieces. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, Tom uh, Leopold. Uh, thank you. With his. Uh, his <laughs> this is where I take two forgotten celebrities and put them together. You could get whiplash doing this. <laughs> oh, nobody in this room forgot them. Thank, oh, thank yeah. you. Okay. I, you know, I'll never forget them. Anyway, I don't want to get all choked up here, but. Um, <laughs> It wasn't anything, it never took place, but when I was on some show out in L.A., um, somebody came in and said that they had seen Troy Donahue uh, homeless on the street. Oh, I heard this. Yes. And I immediately, because, you know, when I was like a kid, Troy Donahue was the biggest star in the universe, you know? Susan Plachette and all those terrible movies. Biggest Tab Hunter, at least. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Bigger movie star than Tab. Well, I don't know. We'll talk about that. Let's get into that, that the comparison. Yeah. Um, so I thought, my God, I'm, and I was making money. And I thought, you know what? I bet I could hire Troy Donahue to like, get my laundry and shit. <laughs> I really could. I really could. I could give him like $1,000 a week cash. And I said, can you imagine? Call, I swear to God, I, I really thought about this. I thought, well, this is, you know, and... Uh, 
Imagine calling Troy. Yeah. Uh, do me a favor. That end table they, they're putting in the glass, go down to in La Brea and get that for me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I never, I never pursued it because I thought it might be sad. Well. Yeah, I heard he was, Troy Donahue was living in people's homes. Yeah, and then he, ended up, he died in Central Park, I think. He did? Really? Yeah. No, no, no. No, no that doesn't no, sound right. Can't okay, be. Paul oh, has a it different. It just can't be. No, it just can't doesn't, be. doesn't sound right. No. Well, okay. What about Mario Lanza? He died. In he died. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> somebody died. Yeah. No. <laughs> Some, will somebody please die in Central Park? Yeah. I'm going to look like I, an I, idiot. I, I, yeah, no, I heard huh? Troy Donahue. No, that yeah. was Ken, Ken like, McCord. People no, would go, hey, it's Troy Donahue. Yeah. Oh, you could stay here for the night. Why is he covering his own shit? <laughs> That man was else's shit <laughs> That man was in somebody Paris. else's shit for crying out loud. He's a movie star. <laughs> yeah. I didn't think they had shit. All right. Oh. I, I hate to drop dinners. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I know where we're going. I had dinner with oh. Troy Donahue and Suzanne Plachette. What? Who, yes. Excellent. Who was in a, the park? Who was a friend of it? Went the night he died. Right he died. He had food poisoning. How'd you find him? In the, was he in the sheet metal? No, she was going out with Troy Donahue when I first got out to L.A. Valerie Perrine? No, no. Susie Plachette. Oh, Susan yeah. Plachette. And thank you, Jack. I have a feeling that she they knew he was gay, but he was a big star, and gay, she was he? just getting started. Who Troy Donahue? Yeah. Was this in your autobiography? I would hope so. He was married a few times. Oh, really? Dara, uh, you know why it didn't work out? No, no. He's so, gay. So, so they <laughs> maybe I'm wrong. I, yeah. Maybe it was Tab Hunter. They look so much. Look, is it, isn't it bad enough we say he lived? He lived in the park. <laughs> why do we have to say he's gay? Just Dara just pointed out that he died in Santa Monica Hospital at the age of 65. Troy Donahue. Now, how do you Thanks feel? a lot. How do you feel? With so, George so, Maharis so so my whole joke. How do you feel? He's sixty-five. in perfect Tony's ass. Well, with Mario Lanza. Is there a Mario Lanza story? Oh, yeah. Okay, oh, yes. this is a good one. Can it top this last one? <laughs> <laughs> what did he paint? He painted. He painted your house, right? Oh. <laughs> this is a beautiful. This is a beautiful. And laid carpeting. Yeah. Yes, Does I. Does anything was in this story that. that doesn't make me want to fucking blow my head off? Happen? <laughs> <laughs> One thing: Does is there a nice person who I mean, passes him? This is a beautiful no, story. This is a sweet one. Oh, tell this story. Okay. This, this is a sweet story. This is, yeah. You could cut this out if it's this too, is a beauty. Too yeah. You'll like but it. Mario, the true thing. I've read it in many books. Dory Sherry was the head of MGM after Louis B. Mayer. Another person that everyone is running to Google. Dory <laughs> Sherry. Sherry. Not in this room. He was on the I Love Lucy. That's right. Dory Sherry was on an I yes, Love Lucy. Not, the one with William not, not the real one. That was an, was an actor. actor no, the robot. Right. The robot. Because that <laughs> night, apparently, Who he was him? with Tom. Frank. Don't, don't know. Oh. But Craig is right. Uh, but it was not the real Dory Sherry. It was an actor. Oh, was it the real, Dory Sherry. real William Holden on I Love Lucy? Yes. yes. Right. Tommy, if you will. Was it the real Lucy? Uh, <laughs> was there a real Lucy? <laughs> was it the real Fred? I worked with Lucy, of course. Well, you'll tell that. That's here. Okay. Which, which, which era Lucy? Uh, the one where she sounded like uh, Everett Dirk's oh. Stone Pillow. <laughs> Stone Pillow. Another yeah. Google reference. Gary! Gary! Gilbert does a great Lucy. Old the, Lucy. Gilbert does old Lucy. Go, go ahead. Ah, uh, <laughs> uh, hey, I well, I always liked those <laughs> when she was older, and like she and Bob Hope, yeah, they uh, both, we try to be hip. Yeah, and it's like, 
hey, let's go to that costume party as hippies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, look at me, I'm a beetle. <laughs> I wanted him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a beetle. That's right. We're the Beatles. <laughs> He'd show up in the beaded vest with the long oh, hair yes. and the motorcycle into the park. Yeah. And they run into oh, yeah. and they run into Jack Benny as a hippie. <laughs> I think people are dying to get back to the Dory Sherry. Okay, back to Dory Sherry. Mario Lanza. Take, take, take a number. Mario Lanza. It's the same story. It's He's in the story. But before I get to that, <laughs> did I tell the story about uh, I feel Washington? like a lifeguard in an insane asylum. <laughs> <laughs> did, I get, did I tell the story last time I was on about... Uh, where uh, Lucy's on one of those, the last of the Lucy shows you with Gail Gordon. No, you did not oh. tell us. Tell that one. It was when our daughter. Is Mario Lanza in this? No. no. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Life with Lucy when she was like nine yeah. years old. Oh show. my God. That life would be Lucy. my favorite. Being she's held together by point, yeah. that, was a, tape. that was the funny one. Yeah. After yeah. the Stone Pillow, where she plays the whole thing. Oh my God, yes. No, no, before the Stone Pillow. Before the Stone Pillow. Frank, she was, was a homeless was woman. Frank yeah. Nelson, was Frank Nelson also on yeah. that one? No, yeah. no Anyway, ah. I'm, I'm up with our, our daughter back from the hospital, I'm, and she's up at 4. I'm, I'm walking around. I'm, I got late at night. It's, there's, it's like, here's Lucy, or here's, this, here's Lucy this time. I don't know what they, <laughs> you know, Here's Lucy because the other Lucy. one didn't Life work at Lucy. all. Lucy. I think it was called, here's Lucy because the other one didn't no, work. No, that, that one was called, here's Lucy whether you like it or not. <laughs> yeah. The last show was Life with Lucy. Life with life Lucy. With Lucy. Right. The, life, the life left that with Lucy. Whatever life one. is left with Lucy. Before yeah. death with Lucy. <laughs> right. Yeah, that's when Lucy looked like she was going to be dead. At yeah. any point. She was still showing her legs. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, yes. It's very disturbing. Anyway. Oh, well, yeah. Anyway, um. So I'm watching, and the whole plot of this episode of Lucy is Bob Crane is a is a uh, a guest star, Robert Crane from yes. Hogan's Heroes. Yeah, oh Bob my Crane. God. Yeah. yeah, and the whole plot is uh, he he invites Lucy on a date, Bob Crane. <laughs> and and the, Lucy's problem now. Oh, I don't think geez. even Viv. I don't think Viv was even in it. <laughs> she gave up. Viv was gone. Viv was gone. She, she checked yeah. out. She anyway, moved back to New York. She dragged, yeah. her, she dragged around the court. She, she, she was in a major she depression. Anyway. <laughs> um, so the whole plot is Lucy asking Mr. Moody, Mooney, the, her boss played by Gail Gordon, <laughs> if she could get out of work early because I got a date with a boy. <laughs> <laughs> Bob Crane. I got a date with a boy. Bob Crane. Bob Crane. Oh, no. Oh, no, Mrs. McGillicuddy. You can't. Ah. You know. That's a story. That's a great story. Mario Alonso, real yeah, quick. Yeah, the Mario Alonso. Okay. Real uh, quick. Where are we going? <laughs> yeah. Gil, do we have time for the Mario Alonso story? Uh, yeah, I think, I think we could squeeze it in there. This is a great story. I you love it. You can tell yeah. this in real time. We have time for it in real time. <laughs> yeah. Well, Tom, it, Tom shared this. It's with a short there. story. But a big, it has a big heart. It's touching. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Anyway, <laughs> Dory Sherry took over from Louis B. Mayer, and he changed the whole studio around. And he was the one who, who hired Mary Alonza from the opera stage to come out and make those horrible movies. And you know the movies I'm talking about, like when his weight would fluctuate so much. Oh, Mary Alonza. He brought Mary yeah, Alonza. Yeah, and yeah. his weight would fluctuate during the picture. It'd start out. <laughs> and then, and then, but he'd start out in one scene. He goes, well, I'm going to go in that other room now. I should be back. I'm going to sing Rigoletto. And he'd, he'd walk out of that room and walk into the other room. He'd be 48 pounds heavier. <laughs> <laughs> and then he'd go through another door. He was skinny again. And 
And yeah. he's like, yeah, anyway. So <laughs> Mario Lanza, the great Italian, the great uh, Italian singer, singer, singer like, for our for our like, listeners for our who don't know Mario Lanza. They don't know anyway. So, <laughs> so Dory Sherry and, and Mario Lanza got into a terrible feud about contracts or letting him out so he could do concerts. So Mar- Mario Lanza did the the thing, the natural thing. He took a big steaming, creamy dump. <laughs> On, on Dory Sherry's lawn. Cream. And it creamy. Ma- a creamy. And it, and it made the papers. Do you ever hear that story? No. Oh, it's in so many books. <laughs> this shit made the papers. <laughs> the shit hit the papers. <laughs> when the shit hit the papers. Ah, the look on Billy Persky's face. Who wrote the last time if he heard now, that No, I don't know if he negotiated another contract if it worked. You know, if it if it was the shit was so so he could get a better contract. I don't know if it worked. No. No. What an odd negotiation. It was a great. It was. <laughs> Let me tell you let me tell everyone who's on the show again. (laughs) Just hi, I'm Gilbert Gottfried. I'm here with with Frank Santo Padre. We're here with Craig Bierico. Bottom of the barrel. Drew Free. (laughs) Bottom of the barrel. Craig Bierico. (laughs) Drew Friedman. Tom Leopold. Bill Persky. I'm leaving after the shit story. (laughs) We haven't gotten it. What are are we doing? We're building up. Is no. that the hour mark? Are we at the hour mark? Well, the second hour is going to be all Danny Thomas, right? Yeah. 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 We <laughs> talk about Cut that Bob part out. Crane. Yeah. Go ahead. Go for the Bob film, Crane. The film yeah, what did he get? Now, there's a the guy who liked to killed. masturbate yeah. with friends. Yeah. <laughs> right? What? what? He liked to Bob, masturbate with Bob friends. Bob Crane, star of Hogan's Heroes. Yes. Thank yes. you. Was yes. he, thank he, you. Did you write the Dick Van Dyke that he was on? No. I did not. That, was, that was early. I think that was and, early. And Carl. Bob Crane was into having orgies <laughs> yeah. and, and filming. Like, well, like, videoing it. He had this huge video yes. box that he carried like that theme from motel room to motel room when he was doing summer stock. You know? And they made a movie about it. And that is the theme Paul's playing to Hogan's Heroes. Oh, wow. What do we know and, about Bob and, Crane? Oh, here. Now, now I, I <laughs> think I know that that theme. Yeah. Uh, I think it goes, you know, it's an instrumental, but all instrumentals have words. Okay. And I think, I think for the Hogan's Heroes, it's we are all the manly men of war. We are marching in where hundreds have before. And and then the middle part is you make suggestions. Oh. You ask the questions, we'll make suggestions. <laughs> we are the men of war. You ask the questions, we'll... We'll make suggestions. What, that, what does that have to do it with anything? Well, uh, <laughs> but of all the it unnecessary rhymes. things for a person to have in his head... Oh, you have no idea, Bill. Really? I mean, why? Is there a way to get rid of that now? Can yeah, we no. suck? That was produced I mean, by Jesus. That's a, why did machine. you bother to learn that? Gil, do you, you sing that song? Heroes bit in your act? Oh yes, I always did. Like, like who was the guy that came up with the uh, idea for Hogan's Heroes? Bing Crosby. Hitler. Yeah, that he went into a network and said. Here's the idea. A group of soldiers in a Nazi prison camp. It's a comedy. <laughs> Bing Crosby. He hated yeah. Jews, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Bill Cosby. Let's, Bing. Bill Cosby. Bing Cosby. Now, let's talk about all the people who hated the Jews. Uh, yeah. Aside uh, from everybody in this Craig, room. Craig, Craig, My mother. Yeah. No. My mother. <laughs> Me. 
Tom Leopold. <laughs> I heard. Hated uh, the Jews. I heard Wilford Brimley hated the Jews. Yeah. Right. Oh, big that time. wouldn't surprise big me. Big time. Well, Craig worked with. He them. hated himself. He hated himself. Oh, you okay. Know. okay. Can you confirm he, or deny, Craig? I can't. Okay. He didn't speak to me. Who? Wilford Brimley. He knew your part two. Okay, Bill. That might have been. I heard he was the biggest Jew hater of all. I I think he hated it because he was one. And he didn't want anyone well, to that's find out. That's what they said about Hitler, too. Yeah. Well, they were cousins. Uh, <laughs> Hitler and Wilfred Brim. Yes. But Paul Lind hated Jews more than anybody. Oh, right? yeah. Paul Lind, I heard. He blamed them. That on, on uh, Hollywood <laughs> well, Square. Well, the Jews didn't make him gay. Yeah, on Hollywood well, Square. One <laughs> of the producers was the producer of the original Hollywood Squares. And he told me that during lunch... All the people on the show would get together. They'd be joking and having a great time. And Paul Lynn would be bombed out of his skull. <laughs> and he was this, you know, bitter old uh, anti-Semitic queen. Yes. And he would be there going, oh, those fucking Jews. Ah, they're the reason I don't have a career. I wish Hitler killed all of them. <laughs> and he'd be there like, ooh, well, oh, that story, you've told that story on every single he said, he episode. Sure has. And you know what it, that story is it's your Carol Burnett lobe pull. Yeah. That's your ear lobe yeah, pull. Yeah. Rightly so. Yeah, that's his Carol Burnett ear okay. lobe pull. Okay, here's the thing I was I was talking to a group of young people, the fact that today there are really not stars. I mean, there are passing through. I said, when I was growing up, everybody did impressions. And immediately you knew who the people were. Uh I'll give you $1,000 to do an impression of Puffy Combs. Go. You can't. There's nothing there. There is nobody around today who is a star that is that you could build an act. There's no impression acts anymore. Right. There's nothing distinctive. Well, that's why there are I'm no. sorry to bring this there down. No no I, can, I can talk more I about mean, the shit TV, statue. There was like oh god, Frank Gorshin, Rich yeah. Little, George. Guys Kirk, made their whole careers. Will Jordan doing impressions? Well, something like Don Knotts. You grew up. I grew up. I would watch Don Knotts. I totally took him for granted because he was just so great. But then you try to do that. You try and do what he was doing, and you realize how far out on a limb he went. Oh boy! To do that character and how brilliant and how singular. And there's nobody like that. I'm saying it's it's a comment in a strange way on I the fact it. that there are no yeah. really identifiable yeah. people who keep on being. There are impressionists Mike. in Vegas now doing. Oh. Guys that get big money, I can't remember their names. There's two different oh, yeah. guys. There's what do they guy. do? Who do they They're do? All the same. Well, that's the question. Well, Fred Travellina? No, no, there's a guy well, now. Well, there was Danny like, Gans for Danny years. Danny Gans. But he no, died. He, yeah, died he died in mysterious he circumstances. Died. He did? Yeah. Derek, I love that I on the mysterious. Danny Gans died in Central. The dick up is He too. I lo- used to so love Jordan. You know, that could be your agent. I don't know why that was important to me, but it is. It's like when you hear the stories and the. The passion with which you guys all true. love these things. There's nobody does that. I mean, you're going to get that way about girls. I mean, you know, it's, it's girls. The, the show. So you want to you you girls bring impr- the people. Girls, I mean, I it's like, fun. I you want to bring impressions. But you mean there's no no personality. No, I want, I'm just saying that right. there's no there's no real <laughs> identity in everything. You can't picture like a Frank Gorshin coming out and go here. So let's imagine here's Matthew Damon. Like, <laughs> 
imagine if you will Matthew Damon yeah. in a hospital. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. And then if anything he does would just be Matthew. Right. Now Craig, guy. Not, not and now push. Kim Freddy Kardashian calling nine one one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I go something like this. There's no show business heaven. I used to love when George Kirby show business heaven. George Kirby used to do imitations of only white people. No, I mean, but for these kids, there's no show business. Now, do we all remember when George Kirby was arrested and locked yes, up for drugs? Sure. Yeah. And then he Heron. came back and did a dramatic yes. thing. King oh. Heroin. Mr. King, King, King Heroin. Heron. Yeah. King Heroin. Yeah. Wow. I am King Heroin. <laughs> <laughs> he did Sydney Green Street. Yes. Worst yeah. electric company. Was he only a public service? Thing? Yeah. Well, he was in his act. He, he only imitated. He only imitated white guys. Yeah. Yeah, but I am King Heroin. But if you remember, Gil, he did it. Because he was an impressionist. He did it as Sidney Greenstreet. Yes. It's <laughs> beautiful. Which really threw me. Because he said he did it in prison. I guess it was to keep people from He only imitated big, fat, white guys. Well, it's like, did you see those, those movies, The Trip? You know, yeah, oh, yeah. Jack I mean, Nicholson. every Corman, yeah. line was an impression of somebody great. I mean, they never talked to each other well, as themselves. Speaking of impressions, Craig, not to put you on the spot, but I understand you do a Johnny Carson uh, oh. little something. Hello. I do Johnny Carson. You do Johnny Carson in the third grade? What are you doing? You, you, you're <laughs> what top, are you <laughs> Where'd you come up with that? Thank I you, understand. You I understand you, uh, you can perform That's thoracic surgery. Uh, <laughs> why don't you take uh, take Here's a butter knife. Why don't you open Drew's stomach? And perf- <laughs> you what are you talking about? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody doesn't know what I'm talking about. No. This well, is kind of back. like on Jay Leno when he go. No. No, it was a joke between it was a joke between you and Azaria. And I used to joke because I couldn't imitate any anybody I imitated sounded like Hank Azaria doing Johnny Carson. So Johnny Carson, he did a great Johnny Carson. Yeah. And I used to say, when Johnny Carson retired, I didn't mean to look at you when I said Johnny Carson retired. I looked right at Paul. I know. But and I feel like I just, one little you know, single retired, you had to go time. there. You no, I didn't. To. Not at all. But I was uh, doing so I think you're holding up really <laughs> well. I was doing it. so well until now. I'm, uh, yeah, well, I mean, normally you wouldn't be available. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah, that's you right. know what Paul well, said I, as we were coming down? Uh, is everybody getting paid? Yeah. <laughs> you should take better care of your money, my Paid friend. Paid in pizza. Well, we were just trying to imagine what is Johnny Carson going to do you now and that he's up in Malibu and he's retired, and we just decided he's going to hang out with junior high school kids, and, and it was just, and it was, hey, did you guys think the, and I don't do a good Johnny yeah, that's, that's good, that's good. good. That's good. But that wasn't it. I have oh, a, I have yeah. a sinus. Oh. No. no, he goes, hey, did you, uh, how did you guys do on that algebra trig, uh, was that not impossible? Uh, and then the and, and the kids always run, shut up, Carson. Sorry, he was unpopular. Sorry, I understand every I understand everybody's going to the the malt shoppy. Is that true? Carson, fuck off. Sorry, sorry, sorry. There you go. Thank you, Paul. I saved me. Play me out. I saw Hank Azaria and excuse me for but this is important. Hank Azaria and Harry Shearer. We'll doing decide dueling, if it's important. Doing dueling All Johnny it. Carson's. That was pretty We're good. We're going to take a wow. vote. Was that important? No. Sorry, Drew. Go ahead. Paul, Paul can, do you know the Johnny Carson song by Brian Wilson? No, I do not, sir. Oh, I know it's, called, it's actually a song called Johnny Carson, when yeah. he was really nuts in the late 70s. It's on one of the albums. Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I do know it, but 15 I Big Ones. It's on 15 Big can't Ones. Can't summon it right now. 15 Big uh, Ones. Sorry. Tom, now, I, you... Well, oh, before we leave the topic of uh, George Kirby... Didn't... <laughs> 
Is it Watermelon Man? Is it Watermelon Man? Godfrey Cambridge. That was 15 minutes ago. Didn't you used to wonder? Didn't you used to wonder when when they had the big campaign about homelessness? Oh yes. Well, we did it. Comedy. What was it? You know, we did. Oh, maybe it was just a bit. We I remember if we actually. Everything was about homelessness and feed the homeless. Right. You thought perhaps George Kirby. Well, no, I actually remember when Jerry on the telethon would have uh, one time he had Jack Palance, <laughs> Jack Palance on and a black <laughs> turtleneck sweater. And it was now it would Jerry go now a serious moment. And he's cut to Jack Palance in this big black turtleneck sweater going, I'm muscular dystrophy. Oh, no. I hate children. <laughs> uh. Yeah. So we did a thing like where it was about homelessness was big. And back when it was I really great, time. you know, and uh, and I was uh, always thought to somebody we should get Jack Palance to do. I'm homelessness and I hate homes. Yes, I hate homes. <laughs> all right, that died. Okay, now, that's I, I heard Thanks for rocking me into that. That's one. the bit. That's all right. No, no I love the bit. I heard a story that one time Bob Hope was on the Tonight Show. And during a commercial break, Carson said, you know, I read about you, Bob, and I heard you uh, were born in England. Your parents died when you were a child. Uh, <laughs> you program women as sex robots. Yes. And, and, <laughs> and your, your older brothers got sick and died and you were living in a rat-infested uh, abandoned building and 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 you you watch your brother die in front of you and you had nothing you were 3 when this was going and and Bob Hope went yeah that's wild isn't it ah. <laughs> <laughs> nice meeting for a comedy guy to get you know we had to stop the show at some point because, uh, you know, our guests are old and they have to pee and their memory starts going. So tune in next week for part two. Sign up for a free 30-day trial at Zero.com slash podcast. I'm going to spell it again. That's Zero X-E-R-O. X-E-R-O. You- That's Zero X-E-R-O. Dot com slash podcasts. Zero is beautiful accounting software built to help small businesses be more productive and successful. Zero.com slash podcasts. Very good. If you like listening to comedy, try watching it on the internet. The folks behind the Sideshow Network have launched a new YouTube channel called Wait For It. It's got interviews with comedians like Reggie Watts, Todd Glass, Liza Schleichinger. Schleichinger, I've been friends with her for 10 years. One of the funniest people out there, and I still have a hard time with the last name, Liza. Our very own Owen Benjamin, that's me, takes you on a musical journey down internet rabbit holes and much more. You don't have to wait any longer. Just go to YouTube.com slash WaitForItComedy. There's no need to wait for it anymore. Because it's here. And it's funny. And I love you. A few days ago, Brooke Tudine posted an inspirational quote on her wall that got 17 likes and three comments. Thumbs up, Brooke. Geico also wants to make a comment. In just 15 minutes, you could save hundreds of dollars on your car insurance by switching to Geico. And nothing says inspiration better than saving money. Well, except for those posters that say things like teamwork, excellence, and make it happen. 
Hashtag keep climbing. Hashtag savings. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance.